Mobgowski Radio is produced by The White Guys Podcasting Group, where we support Me Too, Time's Up, and all such critical social movements, and pretend that they don't make us incredibly nervous. And now, Mobgowski Radio.
know, uh, uh, the American, the American in, in, in the 21st century is living life of permanent adolescence. Uh, <laughs> and uh, whatever, man, you know, if that's the life we're going to live, might as well watch a lot of TV, Look, uh, very, a lot of movies. I'm very emotionally mature, Adam. I just don't know how to be an adult in the workspace. <laughs> emotionally. Well, yeah, I'm very mature, mature. You can, you can be emotionally mature all you want. <laughs> but you're still living a lifestyle of an adolescent where you're kind of like, like you, you can't, you don't, you, you don't have like a, some sort of adult synthesized idea of responsibility into you because nothing in, in your life will instill it. It's all about stealing moments of pleasure wherever you can. And of course that, that breeds procrastination because that, that's the, uh, yeah. uh, I'm a, uh, this is ideology at its most simple. <laughs> Look, Very sniffly man's lavage. I have no, I have no response to that. It's because I, I'm, I, I'm concerned with the big brain, big picture stuff. For example, though, I had a thought uh, while I was at work today, uh, trying to uh, avoid talking to any of my coworkers um, about Under the Silver Lake uh, oh, because no I watched it recently with with Theo Kennan, and I've decided uh, that the takeaway. One of the takeaways that that you should have of it is that like it's sort of uh, in some in many ways you know sort of a meta for like living for like the American experience, especially in 2020, where all these people are people in QAnon, people and all these other things are convinced of a conspiracy uh, that that powerful people rule this country however they'd like to. Yet uh, uh, and everybody's uh, and he he has this idea that there's hidden things and it. It showed, and the thing, and everybody thinks that's crazy. But the thing is, if you if you follow any of this evidence, invariably these things are true. Like the thing, QAnon, ridiculous. Obviously, Trump will never save anybody. But are there pedophiles in our government and in Hollywood? I mean, we know that to be true. If you look hard enough, you'll find that many of these things that seem crazy are true. But what's the point? If you just, if you yourself are doing the digging to figure it out, and everybody thinks you're crazy. What, what's the point of doing it? Because none of that, that information isn't useful. You can't do anything about it. And he doesn't do anything about it because he's just one man uh, obsessed with his own personal vision of the world, finds that it's true, and it's meaningless to him. He just has to go home. So that's uh, the takeaway is that, yes, you know, like you can, all these conspiracy things, they might be true, but if you're still living your own individual life and not in some sort of collective action about these issues. It doesn't matter that the conspiracies are true. Everybody knows that rich people are ruling over us, but even you don't have to go down conspiracies to do that. But I mean, uh, if you like the, no one's going to do anything about it either way, unless they work together. So you can spend all of your effort trying to figure out the little details of how rich people are keeping women in cages underground. It doesn't matter though, because you still, you would have, better spent your time just trying to like do something to like make rich people pay more tax so you don't have to live like a fucking animal and get kicked out of your apartment you know even yeah. somebody who doesn't know that the cia you know put crack into black communities can tell you that the government isn't taking care of them they don't need to know any of that shit but they're still it you could you could still like reach out to people and say like we should do something about this without knowing all that shit but we're too obsessed with our own personal understanding of the world to build some sort of collective movement to actually challenge it. And mm -hmm. I think in that way, uh, Under the Silver Lake is kind of uh, really indicative, uh, not indicative, but really emblematic of this kind of mindset that we have, not just since Trump, but uh, for many years in America. Yeah. It's not I don't know if that's intentional, but I, I, 
I bet it is. It's nothing if not an ambitious project, that movie. Mobgowski Radio is sponsored by Adam's neoliberal left-wing philosophizing. He's going to poison this damn country and all we hold sacred. I'm telling you. I'm just telling you. Mm. Goddamn fucking commie. All right. All right, all right. Do some show or what? Yeah, let's do it. I, I was I was just laughing at this uh, Mike Lindell super cut here. There, he makes, there's this point where he says like, 0.666. Wow, wow. Like, <laughs> Wait, I want to watch this video you sent me real quick. Yeah, it's, it's the militaries with uh, influence operations, information uh, operations, uh, information warfare. Wow. And if you care, conducted by definitely, um, we have candidates wow. to, to make sure the election Mental wow. investigations into election fraud. Uh, the FBI went to question. <laughs> wow. Uh, it wow. can be. Wow. Uh, it's wow. crazy. And they can change the vote to anything they want and send it back cyberly. Cyber. Cyberly. Correct. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. And we wow. Did and everybody hear that? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, okay. I, this is this is the most um attack on our country, and I'm telling you, ever. 82%? Wow. 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 60-40, 60-40, 60-40. you lost by? I lost by. The exact percentage. Exact percentage by a guy. Wow, wow. And showing that they multiply by, <laughs> by 0.666. So 0.666 they multiply Exactly, by. and the other guy's by 1.2. Well, I hear that? Well, I think one of the things that public needs to understand is... How we <laughs> communicate, you're here in one sec. <laughs> Sudden cut. Well, you want to be a real person and take this story and run with it. Be the <laughs> first one to go, wow, this is real. Stay. Wow. <laughs> I trust the point of the real journalist and run with this 666 story. So people, <laughs> what? Wow. wow. He kinda, you know, he kind of sounds a little bit like Jeff Garland. <laughs> well, he sounds like a little bit like Jeff Garland and Curb to me. <laughs> wow. And we, wow. You, yeah. Was that on November 4th at 11.03 p.m., Wow. They were wow. looks to camera too. Wow. When we released a yeah. the state, right. Antrim County had. Wow. Well, this, what? This, what wow. she's calling for. Wow. It's ask constituents. Wow. 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 What's going on here with all these lines? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. There's been nine Supreme Court justices it's like now watching this show and saying, wow. What are all these lines? <laughs> <laughs> the lines thing was crazy. Oh man. Yeah. All right. We have a uh, some sort of radio show apparently that we do. We do. And 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 Mr. Rogowski, you're up first in this part two of uh, oh, shit of cheesy baby. As as Max said, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we're back for episode two. Uh, uh, it's it's me, uh, DJ on Muster, joined by. Uh, DJ Max Brown, uh, who, as far as I know, doesn't have a DJ name, which is probably less embarrassing. Well, this is honestly, this is great, Max, because um, uh, for those of you who uh, are joining us now, which you, uh, of course, are going to be because we're going to start the episode here. Uh, but we've been talking for probably 45 minutes. And that's a perfect timing because my edible has just kicked in. Oh, so yeah. So now we're good to go. You call me Deep uh, Braunschweiger. <laughs> hell yeah. 
sausage. Uh, sausage man. Oh uh, yeah, man. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, we're starting yeah. with the ballroom bits. Yes, correct? famously uh, featured on Wayne's World. But uh, uh, let's let's. Uh, are you ready, Mike? Uh, Steve. Uh, I don't remember the whole opening. You, you can listen to it. We'll start it playing it now. Here ballroom bits.
I feel fine enough, I guess. Considering everything's a mess. There's a restaurant down the street where hungry people like to eat. I could walk, but I'll just drive. It's colder than it looks outside. It's like a dream you try to remember, but it's gone. Then you're trying to scream, but it only comes out as a When you're trying to see the one beyond your front door. Take your times away, I'm gonna make you smile When you realize that a guy by side might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for It's the perfect time of day To throw all your cares away Put the sprinkler on the lawn And run through with my gym shorts on Take a drink right from the hose And change into some drier clothes Climb the stairs up to my room Sleep away the afternoon It's like a dream you try to remember but it's gone Then you're trying to scream but it only comes out as a yawn When you're trying to see the world beyond your front door Take your times away, I'm gonna make you smile When you realize that a guy might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for Pinch me, pinch me Cause I'm still asleep Please God, tell me such as this It's hard to tell if I exist If I pack the car and leave this town Who'll notice that I'm not around I could hide out under there I just made you say underwear I could leave, but I'll just stay All my stuff's here anyway Like a dream you're trying to remember, but it's gone Then you try to scream, but it only comes out as a yawn When you try to see the world beyond your front door Take your time to wait, I'm gonna make you smile When you realize that I've got my side might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for Try to figure out what all this is for Try to see the world beyond your front door Try to figure out what all this is for
Don't ask me What you know is true Don't have to tell you I love your precious heart I I was standing You were there Two worlds collided And they could never tear us apart We could live For a thousand years But if I hurt you I make wine from your tears And we could fly Cause we all have wings But some of us don't know why I was standing You were there Two worlds colliding And they could never I saw it years, years and years ago when I was in Oregon. I saw, I saw Blue Oyster Cult being advertised. I was in like Lincoln City. Oh yeah, Oregon, and it was on a poster that they were going to be a casino. Also, I saw the monkeys. Oh yeah, and the, the few that are still living. Yeah, at least the zombies. Like, didn't you guys see the zombies when they came to Minnesota? Yeah, the zombies aged better than most of these bands. Where did they play at? They played at First Ave. Nice. Okay, yeah. you see, that's a respectable place to play if you're a washed-up band. Yeah, you they know? played at first half. They're yeah, play they're at the not, casino. Because they're not really, you know, they didn't, they, uh, the saddest ones are these bands that have been together that long, that have, like, stayed together. Right. Instead of, instead of like, breaking when they were still awesome. Yeah, and then broke up you're now, you're, like, in your 60s, you're, like, yeah. So, they, so then they got back And now together. you're, like, you're at... Yeah, because Odyssey and Oracle aged yeah. so well that people got back into it and it got to be like a cool hipster thing as well as like a thing that old people remember so then they got to go on their like masturbatory celebration tours for like a decade 
like and that was we we saw the 50th anniversary tour of that so you know it was kind of so they get to go to like real See, if only <laughs> if only all the members of big star were were still alive today if any of them were still alive. we could have <laughs> yeah exactly but well that's any of the yeah. good ones but see, they would be perfect for that. You know, they come back, they're at, yeah. they're like 60, 60 years old, and they're like, oh, yeah. we're going to play a few shows. It's the kind of band, Big Star is the kind of band that other musicians love so much. They're like every yeah. band's favorite band. Boy, you're lean green, fighting machines, said the man on the movie screen. You can work all day. Hi, folks, I'm Kratom Craig, and I'm here to remind you to come on down to Kratom Craig's Kratom Emporium. We've got the craziest Kratom deals you've ever seen. We've got two for one on three gram bags of Bali Gold. How about 30% off on all size bottles of green Mangda capsules? And who can forget, if you buy a 10 gram mix and match starter pack, we'll send you two grams of white Borneo absolutely free. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Two grams absolutely free. So come on down to Kratom Craig's Kratom Emporium and get in touch with your own lean, a green, a fighting machine. Well, you're a lean, green, Kratom machine, said the girl in the pebble. I had somebody at uh, I had somebody ask me if I'd ever heard of John Mulaney. I was like, yeah, I did go to a liberal arts school. Okay, like I, yeah. I've talked to women before. Uh, I know who John Mulaney is. He's from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Have you seen Big Mouth? Yes, I've seen, I've seen Big Mouth. Of course, I've seen Big Mouth. <laughs> I did. Have I watched the most recent season of it? No. I don't have access to Netflix anymore anyway. What? So. You don't have access to Netflix? I don't have my own Netflix account. Wow. That's crazy. All of all of uh, the women I've stolen Netflix accounts uh, have changed their password <laughs> <laughs> in the last four years. So I uh, I know like why is there so much like like what is this weird show that I've never heard of that keeps being played every single day? <laughs> I can't even remember what I was watching most recently. Somebody I was hooking up with in uh, November, I stole Netflix off of, and she changed her password. Doesn't she, don't, one of your parents, maybe? <laughs> my mom doesn't have it. I, my dad used to have it. I don't know if he has it anymore. For a while, he didn't. I That's should hit him up useful about for that. that, yeah. I steal my dad's HBO stuff. Yeah, uh, my dad, you know, he's he's trying to watch, uh, you know, uh, World War II in color or something, probably. <laughs> Yeah, my dad is very useful for that stuff because he has all the all the like cable packages, you know, because he still watches watches cable like a nerd, like a nerd. So I uh, also known as Netflix now. Netflix is the new cable. Yeah, my uh, what was my my dad was trying to get me to watch Deadwood for a long time. Mm-hmm. Popular. Yeah, he was also very into Game of Thrones when it was coming out, which is hilarious. Um, to me. He was on the ball, huh? <laughs> more than i was uh i would I never say. watch game of thrones man you didn't really miss out it was uh you know 
if you need if you need to see tits like you can just watch porn i know know. you don't have to watch tv show i know i actually did watch the (laughs) pilot of game of thrones the only full episode i've seen the one where jason momoa just like rapes the shit out of what's her name yeah and i was like (laughs) i was like this is this is what everyone's talking about (laughs) it was like this is kind of brutal yeah the shit was brutal everybody's like oh wow reality is gritty like this is like if lord of the rings wasn't i have such should we uh should we talk about our uh go for it music picks here run us down break us down the wicked fly uh so you just uh finished listening to never tear us apart by in excess uh preceded by the track pinch me by the bare naked women ladies uh they who are not ladies or naked um and then of course preceded by do you realize by the flaming lips and the whole set started off with the good old ballroom blitz which uh i mean i have to say like i associate this song very strongly with wayne's world and uh and a friend of mine who was very into this kind of music and like uh it made its way onto a lot of like trashy drinking playlists when I was younger and stuff. Whereas like you're trashed and you're like, that song is so good. Can we listen to that right now? Or like, uh, she's so cold by the Rolling Stones. Uh, yeah, but it's a fun song undeniably. Do you realize you have the most wonderful bass? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That song is, is, is question it's mark, very goofy question mark. yeah yeah who also okay so we live in uh you know an english-speaking society and you either do one question mark or three question marks you know we that have that's true like if you're and i think literarily if you're going to do punctuation you don't do it's you either do an one period point inside a question mark yeah exactly <laughs> But like, it's sort of like, think about it, like periods, you have an ellipses, which is three, you have a period, which is one, you don't have two, it's not a thing. Mm. And the same thing with exclamation marks, it's one or three, you don't ever have two. So this is like very much like manic pixie uh, uh, dream boy here. Like, look at me. I, I, I put glitter in my hair. Look, 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 I've, I've toed. (laughs) I've toed. Hoops, hoops among us. I've too hasn't put glitter in their hair. I've yeah. tooed. I'm gonna be honest. I've tooed with the exclamation points in text. Well, you should. I've tooed. Oh, okay. Texting is different because when you're texting, two exclamation marks is like that's like an emotion that's specifically described in texting, but not in like if you're naming a song, it comes off as a little. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've tooed in screenplays. I've well, you shouldn't do that. I've tooed because it's more. Because it's more incredulous and you you know there's a lot there's a difference between exclamation point question mark and question mark question mark and it's not it's not like okay. three question marks you're getting like you're losing your mind you know but with two question okay. marks you're just a little you're just more incredulous you're like you know you follow up with one question you you did what you did what or okay. you did what you know there's a difference I, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, you, you must have a lot of fun table reads. Uh, <laughs> Maxwell Brown, everybody in Hollywood says he has the most fun table reads anywhere. Yeah. Wonderful <laughs> you want to work reads. with this man. I yeah. have the most wonderful base. Okay. So, you know what? I'll concede that point. Uh, I, I guess there probably is 
a good use for two question marks. But this I guess it. in my mind, <laughs> but this uh, isn't it. yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, this isn't it. And it just smells to me of like the sort of person who like doesn't capitalize any letters when they text, you know, mm. it's, it, that gives me, it gives me the same energy. You know, mm, I might not do that either. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not no. like not capitalized. Like, oh, yeah. all right. No, you you have capital letters in your text. Like, but people who like, you know, when you start a text, it automatically makes it a capital letter, right? Yes. Yes, indeed. But there are people who uncapitalize that first letter. But why? But why? Exactly. Exactly. Because they're like, oh, it seems like my, the aesthetic of all undercase is more like, me my laid-back attitude i'm cool you know there's yeah. it's a it's a thing it's a thing when do you realize it's a good opportunity also to talk about sort of the differentiation of how we're defining cheesy which <laughs> i think we did in the first part but you know that yeah a song that for the most part has pretty um pretty engaging instrumentation and melody and is like nice to mm -hmm. listen to by itself and then you sort of filter in the lyrics and you're like yeah <laughs> you know? yeah it's a little goofy yeah i feel like i almost put a i almost put supersonic rocket ship by the kinks too which which i was justifying as famous enough only now because it appeared in avengers endgame which was great <laughs> i was like the kinks? Avengers endgame? The kinks? wow and if, and if any kinks song they could have chosen it was supersonic rocket ship which i get it it's funny because it has the name rocket ship in it but you know it's just yeah. like it's just like a bunch of like mandolins and stuff. And they're like, let me take you on a little ship, my supersonic ship. A little trip, yeah. my supersonic ship. You know, if you feel so inclined. And it's like, it sounds awesome and goofy and fun. And then, but then the lyrics are about like, like, don't treat minorities that way. And you're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, eh. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't really work in this kind. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I actually want yeah, to read exactly. you. I'm gonna read you exactly what that line is. On my supersonic rocket ship, nobody has to be hip. Nobody needs to be out of sight. <laughs> Nobody's gonna travel second <laughs> class. There'll be equality and no suppression of minorities. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Following song, Pinch Me by the Bare Naked Ladies. Um, yeah, it's cheesy. It's definitely cheesy, but Whereas I think uh, if I had a million dollars, I find too cheesy at this point. Uh, Pinch Me strikes a balance between sounding like every single 90s alternative uh, pop song, uh, pop rock song, and actually have, I don't know, I, I, I have a soft spot for it. I listen to it occasionally. Um, I think that's the reason it got on this playlist. I was listening to it at work recently. I have nothing else to say about it, except uh, I might have said this before on a show, if we ever played Bare Naked Ladies, but I went and saw Bare Naked Ladies in concert once. And uh, it was one of the more fun shows I've been to. Really? Uh, of course, uh, uh, they were, they had Violent Femmes as an opener, which I was actually more excited oh. to see. Uh, now that's a, that's but, an interesting dynamic of the, mm -hmm. the opener that's, that you'd much rather see than the, than the headliner. I've been there. Yeah. We should do a show where we that's only bands we've seen that we want that opened for worse people. <laughs> oh, that that would be fun actually. Yeah, I've I seen Girlpool so. three times and every single time I've enjoyed their opener much more than them. Oh, that's funny. 
I could get I could get Whitney in there because I saw Whitney open for uh Wild Nothing. Oh, sure. Back before in uh, 2018, before Wild yeah Oregon I know la di da before the that, like I don't really like Wild Nothing that much though. I have like two songs that and the rest sound the same. Oh yeah, Mike the concert. So Violent Femmes. Turns out we missed them because we got stuck in traffic in Seattle. Oh no. Because we drove all the way from Corvallis to Seattle, which is like a five hour drive to see them, and then drove all the way back that just night. to see Violent Femmes open and bare naked ladies or bare naked ladies and then you missed violent times <laughs> and uh colin hay from uh men at work wow the the main guy um yeah this was a deacon concert because deacon is my friend who's yeah who likes in excess which mm-hmm. is a good segue here in a second uh likes steely dan you know that sort of stuff it was deacon music he drove us out there and uh we missed violent femmes but we saw bare, bare naked ladies and uh apparently bare naked ladies started off as comedians that opened for concerts and then really switched to being musicians Are you yes. serious that's every comedian's fucking dream <laughs> the guy who played uh saruman uh what's his name wait seriously yeah he made a death metal record you, uh you fucking kidding me i'm not kidding you man um christopher lee christopher lee yes christopher, christopher lee had a death metal is it under about the Charlemagne? About Charlemagne. Charlemagne by the sword. Oh my goodness! This is a joke. At eighty-three, it was Lee's first encounter with heavy metal, and as the veteran actor enjoyed a late career renaissance as the wizard Saruman in Lord of the Rings, he also launched a new career as a fantasy metal singer. He continued to elaborate yes, with yes. Rhapsody of Fire. I've been listening to. Uh, I'm listening to Massacre of the Saxons right now. Oh my god. This oh is, hell yeah. This this makes me think of like Tenacious D a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, I've heard about this for many years, but I've never listened to it until now. I'm glad we can have the live reactions. What a what a find, uh, Adam. Like his other stuff on Spotify is like Bram Stoker's Dracula as read by Christopher Lee. And then it's like yeah. fucking metal. You're like <laughs> <laughs> playing it on shuffle. <laughs> his artist page. <laughs> Charlemagne, the omens of death. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Great find. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I strive every day. Anyway. Also, the album cover of this is pretty funny too. It's great. <laughs> Honestly, I I I do like In Excess. I like them a lot. They're really fun. They're very 80s. You know, they're kind of in this I enjoy them in the same way I enjoy Duran Duran, um which is like a little like kind of like a guilty pleasure because you know it's like a lot of it is really dumb and like overproduced lonely, and stuff. I've got to let you know. Yes. Like they stole another that's, one that's by a good the dust. Song. Yeah, yeah, but that's a fun song. Yeah, it's basically another one by Sedest, but that's cool. All right, well, all you got to do is shit on all the songs by all the artists I love, I guess. That's your <laughs> whole thing now. That's cool. I like Not, that. Nothing mix. like ripping off a band, a, I, good... a popular band that I hate even more, which is Queen. <laughs> yeah, well, as my uh, response to the whole uh, thing about New Order, uh, stealing the riff from uh from michael jackson is mm-hmm. i don't know of any members of new order who had uh like 13 year olds sleep in the same bed as them at their like uh like pedophile hey ranch. look the man so, might be a pedophile but that's, uh, he, that's wrote some, he made some damn good records he made some damn good records 
And you know, it wasn't Michael. Yeah. Probably, probably it probably wasn't Michael Jackson making that beat. It's probably uh. All I have to say about this, Max, is uh, this is a response to my own response to your response. Is that <laughs> yeah. say say what you will about Michael Jackson being a pedophile because he probably was. Oh, he definitely uh, was. But but so was Led Zeppelin. But I still have Thriller on my shelf. I wonder. I wonder because I know Qu- Quincy Jones produced Thriller. I don't know if he produced Bad though, which and I think David is Bowie probably. Criminal is on. But uh, I I know that I know that Allie listens to our podcast, so I I will not speak ill of David Bowie. Uh, I I, I know better to, than to alienate our listener base. Mm-hmm. Um. You keep saying that. (laughs) And then I keep talking. (laughs) And then I keep saying the same things I've been saying, I say all the time, which uh, wise or unwise, be they me be. He said, uh, stoned. Uh, (laughs) So, okay. Here's uh, all I have left to say about this particular song is that it was in Donnie Darko. It and, was. Uh, it definitely was. Dude, I haven't seen Donnie Darko in a minute. And as much as I know that Donnie Darko is a very much I'm 14 and this is deep kind of movie, mm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, I I have to enjoy it for, uh, you know, the emotions it still evokes on me. I watched it at a pivotal point in my life when I was 14 and thought it was deep. And uh, of course I love it. It's, um, it's, def- it's definitely the deepest thing that came out of the early 2000s. Being 14. No, 14. the early 2000s. Yeah. The point being, that was a bad period for all art. You had to choose, I, like, the worst five years of, like, modern American art of any, in, like, in the most macro possible context. I could not think of a worse couple of years. Do you want me to tell you why, Max? I know exactly why. Why? Why? 9-11. George Bush. Yes. Oh. The Iraq War, 9-11, and George Bush. Uh, you had literally so- songs talking about how Bush was right and uh, uh, how uh, lists of liberals they wanted to go out and uh, show a bunch of like sad troops or something like that. I don't know, or shoot them probably, whatever. They, they name drop like literally everybody who's in politics now. They're like talking about Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, like all these people, like the Kamala Harris man. The in like 2003. The stuff. You want to hear some really good early 2000s music? Which yeah. I know sounds like an oxymoron, but isn't quite close. Because um, that's a great segue to my favorite band in all of the world. Le Counting Crows. <laughs> Le Counting Crows. Okay, all right. In le, in yeah, I, well, I said amour really, in a French accent. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Look, it's I'm all Greek to me. Uncultured. It's a... <laughs> You have you have kind of like I could see you as like you have kind of a little bit of a, like a Galifianakis vibe I could see. <laughs> you're just saying like some fat right now. No, you're not fat right <laughs> now. You talking about all I could see is your mustache. Yeah, I got a fat is mustache. That the only is that should I know because that's when you break out that sweater. Yeah. <laughs> all you have is giant sweaters. How am I supposed to tell when you're when you're when you're heavier or less heavy? <laughs> i can't tell exactly, I can't exactly. Tell. that was my move i realized that was my move in college i was wearing giant sweaters at the time of of sam filming me looking chonky on the basketball court yeah but no uh, wonder i was in such a big baggy face <laughs> they're cozy too i'm i'm, I'm i've cozy. switched to baggy pants even oh whoa. i know whoa i know 
No, dude, I my legs are tight. I keep my legs tight. My old pants can't contain these thighs. <laughs> <laughs> my legs okay. Are, my legs it's are that tight. exercise bike. Yeah. My legs are tight. My legs have always been tight. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna be too top heavy, dude. You're gonna be top heavy. <laughs> no, my I'm all legs is the good news. <laughs> I'm like two thirds legs. You're bottom heavy. Yeah. I knew a a woman who uh, was like her whole body was like literally her entire body was like two thirds legs. It was probably the kind of person that like like uh you know hard boiled detectives would talk about when they were saying legs that went all the way up. Uh, yeah. She was a friend of mine. Uh, yeah. I don't know if she listens to this podcast, but I just remember like probably one not, day you're too embarrassed to tell anybody of any of your friends then. <laughs> <laughs> I won't respond to that. Uh, but one day she like uh, I don't know like she wore like uh like some like she like tucked her shirt into her pants and they like went up like a ridiculous amount of her body i was like oh my god like that's crazy she's like yeah like i'm mostly legs it's kind of weird and i I, like just had never noticed because like she would wear t-shirts and stuff that would like (laughs) were apparently going down to like mid thigh or something and then i I wear long t-shirts wild i'm a long t-shirt dude Long t-shirts are nice. Oh, they're yeah. nice. You don't you bend over, no one sees your ass cracks. Oh, dude, no one sees my ass crack. No one will ever see your ass crack. I don't understand yeah. how 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 grown ass men can walk around with pants <laughs> and belts and still be showing me the crack. Like, bro, <laughs> bro, you should be. You should. That's something that nobody seems to grow out of. That's stupid. That's an easy yeah. fix. Clearly, the belt is doing shit. Yeah, you yeah, exactly. Resist- you should be feeling resistance. <laughs> I mean, I think that's I think what it's the, there uh, for. <laughs> Max, I think you have to you have to be open minded here. Maybe these are men with extremely large testicles who, if they ride right. their pants up any further on right. their body, they well, have they're it. gonna just it's gonna hurt. That is the thing. People ask me, how do I sit, you know, cross legged because of my balls, and I'm like, your balls have never descended, right? Like I you told me that. I tuck the balls. Yeah, I have no balls. <laughs> yeah. It's not that complicated. I have yeah, your parents no castrated you. <laughs> I just, but I don't understand that. Like, like with the you just you, a, you, you give a little tuck. You do you know what I'm saying? You do like a little karate chop, and you do a tuck. No, what I'm really getting out of this you is that? that you got a really. I'm 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 hearing that you got a, a botched circumcision where they just accidentally <laughs> sliced off your balls. They're like, oh, like some somebody was like they slipped while circumcising you or something, and they're like, <laughs> they, they, got the balls. they got a little bit of foreskin, they got a little yeah. ball skin. Yeah, yeah, it mangled a little, it. Little little column A, a little <laughs> column B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, did you want to play some songs here? What's 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 up with that? Yeah, we're going to Canada. we're going back from early two thousands to early two thousands. It's accidentally in love. Yeah, baby. Dun, 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 dun.
she found her a replacement I swear now I can't take it Knowing somebody's got my baby And now you ain't around, baby, I can't think I should've put it down, should've got that ring Cause I can still feel it in the air See a pretty face, run my fingers through her hair My love, my life, my shawty song called just a dream yeah about how he was in the top and then it was like he was in the basement number one star i guess he found a replacement i swear man i can't take it no one's somebody got my baby yeah i learned those words in the mirror when i was a kid i was a big romantic as a kid and i had no no girlfriend to shove it on <laughs> to so so i had to do it to myself in the mirror if you know as soon I mean. as it came into like contact with the real world and immediately withered yeah. away you know you go if you ever love somebody <laughs> put your hands up i'm like that's me that's me i love somebody i hadn't <laughs> but i wanted yeah. to be in, i wanted that's whatever great. whatever was going on in that song i wanted to be involved in it so that's just a dream still kind of a banger for me we go up to silly love songs and wings kind of in the same vein except 
mm-hmm. more sort of uh things are things are going well for Paul you know he's he's rolling along life comfortably there's no heartbreak there's no heartache he's happily married man he's abandoned he's doing this thing uh the nice thing about silly love songs is that he uh, identifies the he identifies the the uh, the criticisms of the song in the lyrics right away <laughs> it's preemptive you know when he goes like everyone people are done with silly love songs whatever and you know respect man and honestly pretty pretty catchy song the the bass line his bass line that he like i've seen live shows and playing it and he's actually playing that bass line really good bass line so boom, 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 boom. really really, really dynamic bass line fun to listen to you know nice little bit of call and response that they got going on him and linda even though i really i don't want to like pile on linda but it's her voice is weird and nasally and i don't like it but she does have a huge schnoz too so maybe that's why <laughs> you ever seen that linda schnoz my goodness anyway uh, a wham with just one exclamation point um nice you know, straight like everyone else our age i think we all first heard this in zoolander um, yeah yeah <laughs> orange mocha frappuccino <laughs> and then i wanted you to book they're synonymous at this point but the you know what do I, don't, I feel like this is a song i really don't need to say anything about it's like it just is it's they replace lyrics with background vocalists saying judah boog i mean yeah it's catchy what do you want me to say it's wake me up before you go go i'm done it with kind that. of reminds me of like walking on sunshine almost yeah for no, some reason yeah 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 i associate the two sort of like head. i don't know why because it's this you know it's the this dance it makes you just go do the yeah. off dance you know yeah it makes you do a shop yeah or like the, <laughs> it makes you do like the little kicks man it's like a yeah. little kicks dance a little kicks dance <laughs> the shop dance get your thumbs back yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it feels like you should be wearing like parachute pants and just like and just like <laughs> white boy break dancing in the middle of a in the middle of a of a club or something. On to the best song on this whole playlist, Accidentally in Love by the best band in the world. The Counting Crows. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh and they're not the Counting Crows, they're just Counting Crows for the record. Um Well, if they wanted to clarify that, they should have made a an album called The Name of This Band is Counting Crows, just <laughs> yeah, like Talking yeah. Heads did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this another uh another famous one i think in our generation because it was written for shrek 2 um which and everyone knows that the shrek movies have the best the best playlists um of like any movie ever um they're just like chock full of you do a whole podcast on it especially those first two movies just chock full of amazing music um this is no different they you know DreamWorks approached Duritz and he was like, you're like, you know, we've tried some things out. Like it's not working out. We need something that's just like so blindly joyful and optimistic and not moody. And somehow that made its way to Adam Duritz, who is really good at writing yeah. moody songs. Um, but maybe like you have to ask, go... like, it's like if yeah. they'd asked a uh, Cummings version <laughs> of my Counting Crows fantasy, um, uh, Elliot Smith. <laughs> like if they write a happy song if it had like yeah if it had like missed adam durance and it's like can you just write something like incredibly joyful and pleasant and, and buoyant he's like oh sure man here's accidentally in love 
<laughs> not that Adam is maybe not that he's incapable of doing that. I'm just saying it was it it was maybe against type when they you know he has lots of he has lots of um sort of uh buoyant melodies and and like poppy rock in his arsenal. It's just not usually quite as uh quite as um I guess you'd call it blindly um love struck concentrated maybe yeah I don't know. yeah concentrated and love struck is this but that was what they asked for and you know he got nominated for an oscar for it because if you write an original song for a movie there's an 87 percent chance you get nominated for an oscar because there are only five movies a year six movies a year that have original songs <laughs> the <laughs> no, easiest oscar true, to win actually. and they lost which is stupid but they to what i don't remember story he told is that all that the one person one the one like didn't actually get to perform like four bands performed and not the person who won so it felt like a little validating like he did what year was that 2005 2004 i think 2005 because the movie came out in 04 2005 best original song damn it was al otro lado del rio by jorge drexler as from Motorcycle Diaries, makes sense. It's a good movie. Uh, yeah. Is that the kind of uh, movie. movie? Did Alex have anything to do with that? Alex, our good friend Alex, who oh, yeah. on a motorcycle trip and rode about yeah. his I wouldn't be. I honestly wouldn't be shocked if Alex turned into Che Guevara, like the ver- the <laughs> version. Is that, that, that's what that. Have you never seen that? That's what that's about. I, I I that sounds familiar now, but I haven't seen it. So. Yeah, it's about a. Uh, it's about uh, Gael Garcia Bernal motorcycling his way around South America like before he ends up being Che. So yeah, I, honestly, that would be a really funny like spiritual sequel where like a white yeah. kid from Vermont with a death wish like, <laughs> going, like goes across the US like trying to make it to Highway 1 and encountering like stabbers Smoke. in the forest. Yeah, yeah, smoke. Smoke. yeah but the year after that uh uh it's hard out here for a pimp one best original song <laughs> so so not to say cool. that isn't a, that isn't a classic song but it's a maybe a low bar to win it hey Oscar. should we uh should we actually date our show today and uh uh do some current news of things that came out on this very day mm-hmm. uh uh daft punk are officially broken up as a band they've officially ended really? their bandship as of today have, uh, i, I think didn't 20, know they were still together <laughs> i think it was 28 years 20 28 Jeez. years together yeah are they gonna be just daft and punk they're gonna be separate? i don't think they're gonna make music anymore i think they're just like fucking rich they're retiring yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, I think they're like, man, these robot hel- helmets are like really hot. Yeah. Like we should get rid of Why them. Why didn't they retire after they got sampled by Kanye? Isn't that when that's when you, you get the bag and you get out, right? Yeah, Post but then they made Ram, remember? Uh, yeah. uh what's made, that there's that song that was really big. Lucky. Yes, get lucky. get lucky. Dude, that song is fucking huge. It was, yeah, with Pharrell. Isn't that didn't they get sued over that? <laughs> didn't Pharrell get sued over that? Yeah, maybe Pharrell. Pharrell got sued over that. We've come too far. Yeah, that song has 530 million streams on Spotify. 
Spotify doesn't pay its artists. I know it doesn't, but like just they like got five hundred thirty-three dollars for that. <laughs> their for that top, hurt. their top, their top eight songs have all have streams over a hundred million. Yeah, and they each got and they got a hundred dollars for each of those. Okay, but you know it was on the radio and they sold albums too. There's there's people from the 90s who were like, I need to buy CDs for my CD player. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely better than Blurred Lines. Oh, yeah. Because they were competing for hottest song of whatever year that was. Oh, remember Robin Thicke? Whatever happened to that guy? I, I, I have no idea. Literally no idea. Oh, this picture on Spotify is him in a button down leather print leopard print <laughs> shirt that's, that's always a good look well he released an album this year <laughs> oh no 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 it was blurred lines that pharrell got sued over because remember pharrell was in both those that's why it was both those like the two biggest hits of that year i forgot how catchy blurred lines was no wonder it did so well yeah it really did even though it got in some both legal and social hot water at some point i don't really understand (laughs) i don't really understand that though when it's like it's like the number one hit for for months and then all of a sudden people are like wait what are the connotations of this and then there's backlash it's like it's been (laughs) out for months like why don't you say something earlier yeah well i just yeah i just don't understand how that how that sometimes works well i'm done talking about my songs I guess I'm done talking about mine too. Are we at the end of the show here? Yeah, Max, dude. are we at the end of the show here? We're at the end of the show here. Should we play some boys to men? <laughs> I mean, that is the right way to end it up. We started, we literally started off talking our, I don't know how many hours ago, uh, two and a half two. hours ago, maybe? Just two. Two hours. We started two hours ago talking about how we live. Oh, you're right, it was in, closer to three. Yeah. Yeah, we live in a state uh... of constant adolescence. And here we are with boys to men at the end of the road it's perfect well thanks for listening everybody uh we'll see you next time uh maybe hope you're harmonizing this chorus with me Ooh, not bad <laughs> not bad <laughs> i didn't expect that to come out of you right there <laughs> <laughs>
You just don't understand how much I love you, do you? I'm here for you. I'm not out to go out there and cheat all night, just like you did, baby, but that's alright. I love you anyway. And I'm still gonna be here for you to my dying day, baby. Right now, I'm just in so much pain, baby, because you just won't come back to me, will you? Just come back to me. Yes, baby, my heart is lonely. 